0: Hey there, and welcome to Real Talk with Sam podcast. We're doing real topics, talking about real stories, and having real talk from a millennial minister's point of view and guests from all over the world. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Great morning! I am so glad to be back with you for another fun-filled episode. We're still continuing the AA um, Epi series, which is for our purposes, Anxiety Anonymous. So today is going to be a little bit informal because I don't have any specific points written down. But I just want to share with you what's on my heart, the the genuine position of my heart right now. First of all, I want to acknowledge um, the passing, the transition of. The uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Um, may God give her rest. I don't know what her personal relationship with the Lord was, and that's honestly not my business, but um, what I do know is that she was a blessing to me personally. Um, obviously, she's been a part of my whole life. She's been a part of my dad's life for his entire life and my mom's life. Um, she reigned for more for more years than they were on this planet, um, and I just find it funny how the little things happen. I don't know um, what everybody's knowledge of uh, uh, knowledge is of her accompli- of her accomplishments as queen and um, what she has done for not only the UK but for the entire world. But there have been some very significant things, um, and she has dealt with quite a bit. And the fact that she remained a graceful person in the public eye and there wasn't really a lot of, um, what's it called? Um, um, conspiracies about her herself. I mean, there's been things that happened in her family. Obviously we all know that, but the fact that she just led with grace and God has allowed her to be on earth for 96 years, not only that to have a successful marriage for 70 years, a successful reign for 70 years. And not only that. Right before they announced her passing. There was a double rainbow over Buckingham Palace. So that tells me right there. That she was somebody special. And I just wanted to uh, share that with y'all. And also what she represents to me personally. She represents somebody that has grace and elegance. And if y'all know me personally or know me to any degree. Grace and elegance is something that I constantly try to emphasize in my own lifestyle and, and even the way that I carry myself because as women of God and as, as children of God, but I'm speaking specifically to women at the moment, um, we are to carry ourselves with grace and elegance. And I believe that she truly embodied that throughout her entire life. Yes, she grew up in a different era. Yes, she grew up in a different time. But she has maintained a style of grace, not only in the way that she dressed, but the way that she, you know, carried herself. And I believe that we can all learn something from that. That's just my personal opinion. Um, she She represented longevity. And that's something that I, and she also lived her life. Like she, she wasn't crippled. She wasn't, you know, it's not like she couldn't walk. It's not like she couldn't talk. She lived her life. She traveled the world over several hundred times, um, I can imagine, um, she she really lived her life, and she not only lived her life, but she served her country for her, and she really dedicated her life to service, and that's something that a lot of people are not even willing to do themselves, so I just admire her for longevity reasons, and I also, in my mind, I'm like, you know what, Lord... I don't know how long you're going to allow me to be on this earth, but I do know this. I I know for a fact that I want to be able to live life to the fullest in the in the aspect of what you want me to do while I'm here on this earth. I want to be able to live that uh, to live an abundant life. I want to be able to have, if God allows me to have a lot of years on this earth, to to have that longevity and to be able to. Live life in the sense I don't want to be crippled. I don't want to be on a hospital bed. I don't want to be. I don't want to be able to not do anything. I don't want to be, you know, dependent on other on other people to do my activity, uh, my my daily routines and um, activities of daily living and all that stuff. I want to be able to have all of those things. And to me, she was able to have all of that. So that those are blessings in my eyesight and from my perspective. Um, People's opinions will be their opinions, but she did her job and that's the least that I can say about her and what she represented to me. So I just wanted to share that with you and my prayers and thoughts go out to the family, to the royal family, to those in the UK, because we do have some listeners from the UK. So I am praying for y'all as well. I'm praying for your families um, through your time of mourning and grief uh, from a wonderful human being and public figure that we, um, have to say good, really so long, not so much goodbye, but that's that. Um, also I want to, uh, pay a little bit of respects to David Arnold, who also passed away, um, I believe on the same day, um, somebody who was hilarious. I don't know if you've ever listened to his content, but he was hilarious, And he uh, did some really great written works. He also, of course, was the uh, the creator behind uh, a few things, a a couple of, and he had some Netflix specials. So I understand. Um, I haven't listened to all of them, but he was really funny, a genuine person, authentic, Um, and he looked healthy. But this just goes to show you that a person can be healthy you know, take care of their bodies. But when it's time to come, when it's time to come home, it's time to come home. So I, I want to just say that as well and praying for his family as they mourn the untimely passing of David Arnold. Um, So I just wanted to get those out the way. And with that being said, let's move over into our episode. So the only really thing that I want to share with you today is this. The future does not exist yet. That's it. The future does not exist yet. And a lot of times people all over who have experienced anxiety, whether it is hereditary or whether it happens on occasion, a lot of times um, we experience anxiety because we're concerned. We we have a high concern about our present deeds and our present behaviors and how they will affect us in the future. Whether what we're doing now is productive and will it lead to a greater um, harvest in the future and things like that. Um, and oftentimes we're anxious about things that have already happened in the past. So that triggers anxiety for a lot of people. And I also believe that it can possibly stem from how our our um, our rearing, how we were grown, how we were trained, how we were... Um, How our parents uh, trained us and taught us, whether directly or indirectly, um, how we have observed their behavior and how we do what we do now. Um, I believe that being exposed to a lot of the woes and a lot of the concerns of the day, how the bills are going to get paid. And I'm only speaking to some families because not every family has had to experience this. But if you've ever had witnessed or observed any financial strain among the people in your household, then obviously it has affected you to some extent. With me, that has definitely been the case. So I say to you, and this is something that I personally am still learning, I am not an expert and I don't claim to be an expert in the area of anxiety, but I have experienced it enough to know what signs to look out for and what things need to be addressed in order to squash that behavior and in order to squash that that reaction that we tend to have as human beings um when we are afflicted with anxiety anyway and so I believe one of the root causes is our rearing in the sense of being exposed to what worrying looks like because there's a lot of uh, behaviors that are learned behaviors and um Also, we we just tend to bring that into our own lives. And I believe that the society that you grow up in, whether you grew up here in the United States or you've grown up in a big city, a metropolitan area um, where things are fast paced, that can also trigger anxiety with me being born and raised in New York. Um, I have been exposed to <clears throat> to the life being at a fast pace my entire life, which is which probably explains my um, it, it being a foreign concept to me to slow down. Um, I my body has literally had to force me to slow down on several different occasions, so I understand firsthand what being triggered feels like, especially with anxiety. And, um, I'm just learning now as an adult, how to slow down and when to take time to rest. There's a scripture that literally says, um, uh, come to me all who that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. I believe it's in the book of Matthew. Um, and so that scripture, I've been really meditating on that scripture today and, um, it, it just it just hits in a different way when you know that you don't properly rest. Um, and the biggest reason from and I'm speaking to uh, about myself personally. And if you relate to this and you know what I'm talking about, when you have made a lot of investments in your education in general, um, you want a return on your investments. Especially when you have prayed before you even made those investments so that you're so that in the future you can reap the harvest that you desire to have. But the fact of the matter is when you put something in God's hands, when you invite him into the situation and he is involved in your decision making, you will be successful, period. It may not be the image of success that you imagined or that you envisioned. But the fact is that God does not let anything go to waste. So that is why I'm saying that the future hasn't happened yet. The future doesn't exist yet. But in the meantime, a lot of us are so concerned about the future and so concerned about what's going to happen in the future that we have such a difficult time being in the present. There's a lot of us that are literally, even as I'm speaking, are living either in the past and that's triggering anxiety or they're living in the future that is that, that that's not even in existence yet. And I think that a lot of us have been have been plagued with and are plagued with those things because we have been so conditioned to be that way that we don't know any other way any other way to be. We don't know any other way to be. And that's why I shared that scripture excuse me and that's why I shared that scripture because a lot of us really have a lot of unlearning to do a lot of us that have been in that frame of mind for our entire lives really need the Lord's intervention and um, and deliverance from that really to break free from that mindset and to break free from the behaviors that that mindset produces and this is me included I'm literally in prayer like as we speak in the present moment. Because I need personally need to learn how to live in the present and how to focus on only the present and leave the future in the hands of the Lord. Because my constant warrior, my constant being tr- being triggered um, as far as anxiety about the future has not produced anything valuable in my life except undue stress, undue strain and with God already knowing what's taking going to take place in the future and him knowing what I can and cannot handle at the present moment, that tells me that I really have work to do in the area of trust. Because if I truly trusted God fully, I'm not saying that I don't trust God and I'm not saying that any of you don't trust God, but if you find yourself being convicted by what I'm saying, then it may be a possibility that you need to work on your trust with God to fully, 100% trust him with your futures. Because I know I'm not the only one that has invested a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort into um, into my life because I want to have a successful future. But again, the the, the fact is, when you put things in God's hands you are guaranteed to have a successful future. And I also want to submit this to you as well, that the success that we have grown up to know what success looks like in society, y'all realize that doesn't match what the Lord says, right? Y'all realize that the image of abundance that we have learned in society is not the same type of abundance that God is telling us about in his word, right? And so that encourages me right there because I have always been like, oh, yeah, I want to be rich and I want to be, you know, wealthy and I want to be this and I want to be that. (laughs) like I I said a whole lot of I want to be, you know, type of things growing up. But then I realized as I got older and as God has blessed me with wisdom that the things that it takes to even have those things, number one, and to maintain those things, it, it has It involves um, good stewardship. And at the present moment, I still have a lot of things to learn about managing that amount of money that I desire to have. And I'm like, you know, maybe it's a blessing that I don't have it right now because I don't want to get it and then lose it. How many times have we seen celebrities like burn through their money because they don't know how to manage it? I don't, I I don't, that's not my portion. I'm not, uh uh-uh, no, no thank you. So... (laughs) So I, I don't want that for my life and I don't want it for any of your lives. If you've experienced it already and you've learned your lesson, I'm glad for you because now when you, when God blesses you with whatever, again, you'll know how to steward over it. But I'm just giving y'all an example, uh, about things that I have desired, the things that I've told God in prayer that I want this and I want that. And when I didn't get it at a certain age, I was like, I don't understand And that triggered anxiety too. The fact that it didn't come into fruition, I'm like, Lord, I don't understand. I don't understand because you said that you desire for us to have life and have it more abundantly. How is this abundance? And God had to sit me down and show me that the abundance that we have learned and grown up with is not the same abundance that he is telling us about. I want y'all to write that down. The abundance that we have grown up to picture and visualize and learn in society is not the same abundance that God is telling us about in his word. And I also want to share a quote with you, and I'm going to start wrapping this up. There's a quote by a wise gentleman. He's no longer here on this earth. Uh, very uh, renowned. If you if you have uh, dived into personal development at all, you'll probably know this person. I'm not going to say his name um, because I may not even quote him right, <laughs> but um Basically, the quote that he says uh, is, um, if you're experiencing anxiety, you're living in the past. But I want to paraphrase that to if you're living in the past or the future, I mean, if if you're experiencing anxiety, you're living in the past or the future. And if you are at peace, then you're living in the present. That's my, my version of what he said. Um, because it's very true. And I, and when I read the quote that he gave, I had to stop and think about it. I said, hold on, wait a minute. Every time I've experienced anxiety, it has been because I've been thinking about something in the past. Or I'm thinking about something in the future that hasn't even come into existence yet. And it's funny because I always love that quote. This is a different quote from the movie Kung Fu Panda uh, what's his face? Um, the turtle, oh gosh, master Shifu said, um, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. And that's why it's called present. And that quote is so profound. And it's not just in, in the art of, you know, martial arts or anything like that. It, that is a life quote because a lot of us, um, are living in the past, and we don't realize the gift of the, the fact that we have today. We're living like we're living in misery today because we're so concerned and so consumed about the future. Isn't that sad? But the fact is, a lot of us do that on a regular basis. And it's the way of life. It's the reason it, it's how we live our lives. Because, again, we've grown up with that mentality. How great would it be? And how great can it be because you can break free from it. You can be delivered from it and you can live in the present moment. Once you realize that you are doing that, I'm not saying that y'all are, I'm just saying that if you find yourself, again, if you find yourself convicted from what I'm saying, because you know that you've been living in, in the past or the future and not the present, now is the time to, you have an opportunity right now, right now to make a change in that to bring it before the Lord and say, you know what, Lord, I'm tired. I'm tired. Like not car tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted from constantly living in the past, constantly allowing condemnation for what I may have done or the mistakes that I may have made in the past. And I'm also tired of being worried about the future because it's not helping me. It's not helping me have a good day right now. It's not helping me with my prayer life it's not helping me with my lifestyle it's not helping me get anything accomplished at least in a peaceful mindset it's not helping so what do i do help me to learn what i need to do differently that's the first step y'all acknowledging the fact that of the mindset we've been living in acknowledging the behaviors that it has produced and thirdly understanding that now is the chance for you to make a change and and leave that so that you don't have to experience the that anxiety in your life. So again, the future does not exist yet, y'all. And I'm not saying that you can't prepare for the future, but if you're worried about the future as you're preparing for it, it's not going to do you any good. Because you're still anxious about it. You can prepare you can peacefully prepare, is my point. You can peacefully prepare for what you don't know yet and be confident in the fact that even as you are preparing even as you are acknowledging Lord I have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring I don't even know if I'm going to open my eyes tomorrow but I do know this today I have everything I need and today I understand and love the fact that you are with me every step of the way and I understand and thank you that you've allowed me to live today that you've allowed me to get things done today. That you've allowed me to be productive today. That you've allowed me to spend time with my family today. That you've allowed me to say I love you to somebody. We really have to start thinking that way because if we don't, if we are constantly riddled with anxiety and it's not necessary, then guess what? How are we going to live that abundant life? How are we going to ever be at peace with what we're doing right now? How, we are, how are we ever going to be at peace with what we did in the past? How are we going to make peace with any of that? And so I hope that something I said today has not only brought correction, but also encouraged somebody today because I truly want everyone around me to win. I truly want everybody around me and everybody that's listening to this to truly change for the better and to allow God to really truly live through you and you to experience true freedom and true liberation of the mind, the body and the soul and the spirit. I want y'all to be able to experience that feeling because it is a precious feeling and that type of abundance, that type of peace, that type of richness is something that you cannot get at the store. It's something that you can't buy at Gucci. It's something that you can't buy on Saks Fifth Avenue. It's not something you can order and have that certificate of authenticity. No, it's it's intangible. It's not, and it doesn't come through a pair of sneakers. It don't come through a fancy home. It doesn't come through it. You can have all the, I learned firsthand just from being around people that are rich, that, that are not uh living paycheck to paycheck. That you could have the money, you could have the riches, you could have everything you've ever wanted in life and not have anything you need. Because you the fact is you need to have peace in your life to live a happy life. You could be, you could have millions of dollars in the bank account right now and still feel like you're in prison. How sad is that? Because a lot of people are going through that right now. And so again, I hope this encourages you to, if you feel like you have definitely been guilty of living in the past, living in the future, doing both at any point in your life, or even if you find yourself, you've been doing it since the pandemic because you don't know you or whatever, I highly encourage you to go into prayer today and ask the Lord for yourself to help you not only rest, but also to help you live in the present moment and appreciate the present moment because the present moment is a blessing. So I love each and every one of you and I'm gonna let y'all go now. Be blessed, have a productive week, Have a lead a productive life, choose to be blessed and to know that you're blessed and walk like you are blessed because you are. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Talk with Sam podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and I definitely hope you got something out of it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Official RTWS Podcast and shop for our original merchandise by clicking the shop button or visiting the link in the bio. See you next time.